The last thing we were discussing, how Hugras ben Levi did not want to teach people how to sing. And we talked about how the people mentioned in the first Mishnah, there were Tzaddikim, we ended up talking good about them. The people in the second Mishnah, we ended up saying bad. And we explained why each person didn't want to teach. And we were talking about the specialty of Tzaddikim over Eshaim. And we ended off with the statement of Rish Lakish, that a person who wants to do Averot, Hashem helps him. And if a person who wants to do uh, Mitzvot, he wants to be Tahor, Hashem helps him also. And with that, we are starting Lametet Amud Aleph, third line in, where it says, Tana, uh, the last word on the line, now it's Tana Debir Vishmael, fourth line. Tana Debir Vishmael, Avera Metamtemet Libo Shel Adam. And Avera, it makes a person stupid, it makes his heart stupid. It says, I'm stressing the Aleph even though the Aleph is silent. Rather, you're supposed to read it as if you're becoming stupid from it. It says, A person makes himself a little bit tame. They let him become a lot tame, right? A, pres- a person who, ta- who becomes tame milamata metamin oto milmal. They make him tame even up there. Meaning, there's a lot of uh, mastinim who try to make a person uh, tame also. Ba'alam as their person wants to become tame in this world metamin oto le'olam abal. They make him tame in the next world. Tan rabanan mit kadoshim hitem kadoshim. What does that mean? To be kadosh and you should become kadosh. Adam mekadosh atzmo me'at. A person makes himself kadosh a little bit. Mekachino to abam. They make him a lot kadosh. Milmata. A person mekadosh himself down here. Mekachino to milmala. They make him kadosh up there. Meaning there's a whole bunch of malachim who are trying to help him out. Ba'alam azeh mekachino to the olam haba. A person makes himself kadosh in this world. They make him kadosh the olam haba. Adran alach amalayim amemuneh. And now we are starting the fourth perek of Masechet Yoma. Taraf bakalpi. So we talked about how the the morning avodah, the regular avodah that was done every day that the, that the Kohen Gadol did. Then he came to the northeastern part of the Azara, and there were two goats waiting for him with the box, with the raffle, and he was going to choose which one's going to Hashem and which one's going to Azazel. And with that, we're starting the, the next parak. Says Taraf Bakalpi. Uh, the Kohen Gadol puts his hand in the box and he pulls out uh, he takes out both uh, tickets, both pieces of wood, one is right hand, one left hand. One says Hashem, the Sgan, the backup Kohen is to his right, Virosh Bet Av, and the head of the family that's working that week in the Bet Amikdash Mismolo on his left. If the one with Hashem's name is on the right hand, he picked up with the right hand, Hasgan Omerlo, the Sgan, the backup Kohen is on his right, tells him, Ishi Kohen Gadol, my master Kohen Gadol, pick up your hand. So we could see that it says Hashem on him. And if the one with Hashem's name is on his left, then Rosh Bet Av Omerlo, then the head of the fa- of the family working that week, who's on his left, tells him, Ishi Kohen Gadol, my master Kohen Gadol, pick up your left hand so we can see the Shem Hashem. The Kohen Gadol puts it on both goats. The Omer la Hashem Hatat. The one that's going to Hashem is the Korban Hatat. Rabbi Shmuel Omer lo yatzech lomar Hatat ela la Hashem. Vehen oni nacharav baruch Hashem kivon uchtor on by. All you have to do is put that. Uh, just say Hashem's name and put it on the goat's head. 
And uh, everyone would say, Baruch Shem Kevom and the Gemara starts off, Lama li taraf Why does he have to grab the lottery tickets? The Gemara answers, This way he doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't take it intentionally, he doesn't take the, you know, the, the Hashem one with the right hand. He doesn't, you have to just, you know, have to make it a lottery, the way the Torah says. So Rabbah says, the, the ticket that was made of wood, and it wasn't whole, it wasn't kadosh. The box could only fit two hands and not more. I get it. Why uh, two hands fit in there and not more? This way he doesn't uh, you know, try to figure out how to intentionally take out uh, the, the one with Hashem on his right hand. If it was a whole, they should make it kadosh. The Gemara explains, Imken, uh, if that's the case, it becomes a keli sharet, a kli that we do the, the service with, made of wood. It's loved, you know, we don't make a kli sharet, a, a kodesh utensil made of wood. You make it out of some sort of metal, silver, gold. Okay, so the Gemara asked the obvious question, make it gold, silver. The Torah feels bad, doesn't want Ben Israel to lose money when it's possible for them to do it in a cheaper way. Now, our Mishnah said that uh, Kohen Gadol would put both hands into the box and pull out uh, the tickets, one la hatat la Hashem, one la hatat la Azazel. And the Gemara says, Matnitin Our Mishnah is not like the following Tana or the following Baita, the Tanya. Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Rabbi Yudah, Hasgan ve'Kohen Gadol Machnisin Yadan Bakalpi. Both the Kohen Gadol and the Sgan, the backup Kohen, would come and they would both put their right hand into the box. If the the one for Hashem would come up in the right hand of the Kohen Gadol, Hasgan Omer Lo. The backup Kohen tells him, Ishi Kohen Gadol, Hagba Yemincha. He would tell him, My master Kohen Gadol, raise your right hand. And if it goes up in the hand of the backup Kohen Gadol, then Rosh Bet Abomelo, the Kohen Gadol, the Ber Milcha. Then the head of the family, the one who's on the left of the Kohen Gadol, tells the Kohen Gadol, Speak your words, you say, Lashem Hatat. And the Gemara asks, Why don't the Skan just say to the Kohen Gadol, Okay, say what you have to say. So the Gemara explains, Since the Goral Hashem didn't come up in the right hand of the Kohen Gadol, he's going to feel bad if the Skan is the one to tell him to speak. Now, What's the Tanan Armishnah and this Brayta arguing on? So more savar over here, the Brayta over here felt that Yamina the Sgan Adif Mismale de Kohen Gadol, that the right hand of the Sgan is more important than the left hand of the Kohen Gadol. Right is always better. And the Tananar Mishnah felt that the right hand of the Sgan or the left hand of the Kohen is the same thing. Uman Hai Tanan, who's the Tananar Mishnah, the Paliga Ale that argues over here on Rebuda in this Brayta. So the Gemara explains behind Nasgana Kohanim who the Tanya Rabbi Hanina Nasgana Kohanim Omer Lama Segan Mimino 
Why is this gun, the, the backup Kohen Gadol, on the right, and she has a different girsa, Lamas Gan Memune? Meaning, why do we have him there? She may Kohen Gadol. If there's something wrong with the Kohen Gadol, he can't work. Nichnas Gan Shamish Tahtav. The backup Kohen Gadol comes and works instead of him. Meaning, Davka, if the Kohen Gadol has a certain psul. Otherwise, this gun doesn't do any work. So, bottom line is, you see, according to Behani Naskan Kohanim, this gun would not do any work, not even put his hands into that box with the lottery. The 40 years that Shimon Tzadik was the Kohen Gadol in the second Beta Mikdash, the lottery ticket with Hashem's name on it would always go up in the right hand. After Shimon Tzadik passed away, Sometimes right, sometimes left. The red string that they would put in between the horns of the sire that went to Azazel, it would turn white, meaning Hashem forgave our Avonot. After Shimon Tzadik, sometimes it turned white, sometimes it didn't turn white, meaning sometimes Hashem forgave us, sometimes not. The western light of the menorah would light the longest. Um, there's a mahlokit, which candle we're talking about. She explains if the menorah was standing from east to west, then the western candle was the second candle from the east. And according to the one that says the, the menorah was standing from north to south, it was uh, the middle candle that went towards the west a little bit. That's why it's called the Miner Ma'aravi. Because it was facing west. Next, the fire on top of the ma'aracha, the fire pit on top of the mizbech will get stronger. They didn't have to add any more trees every day. They wouldn't have to bring any more trees, except for the two blocks of wood that they would have to give every day, anyways. So they could do the mitzvah of adding two logs of wood on the mizbeach. But otherwise, the fire would be strong. They wouldn't need any extra fire. After Shemar Tzadik, sometimes it gets stronger, sometimes not. And the Kohanim would have to bring wood all day long uh, because they needed to add uh, fire to the pit. And there was always a beracha in the Omer uh, that they give on Shavuot to give every Shabbat and then the Kohen who gets supposed to get a little small thing like a Kezayit some ate it and they became satiated and some couldn't even finish that Kezayit. There was a curse and every Kohen will only get the size of a small, a small bean which is even smaller than a Kezayit and therefore and the modest ones wouldn't take not even because they don't want a small piece and the ones who like to eat they would grab and eat it one Kohen took his part and his friend's part, he stole it. They would call him the son of a thief. Until the day he died. Which Pasuk tells us that the word Hamtsan means thief. And Hometz means someone stealing. Rabba learns it from a different Pasuk. 
means to do justice and uh, you fix it by making sure people uh, don't get stolen from. And once we're there, meaning give hizuk to the person who was stolen from and not to the thief. He told his family after Yom Kippur, that year he's going to die talking about himself. Every year, I would also see a, an older gentleman is wearing white clothing, maybe a white cloak on top of him. He would come in with me to the Kodesh HaKodesh, he would come out with me. Today, so an elderly gentleman, he was wearing black, covered in black, which is different. He came in with the Kodesh HaKodesh, he didn't come out with me. After Sukkot, he was sick for seven days and died. And many of the Kohanim did not want to make a bracha with Shem Hashem. The idea is because there was no Shekhinah in the place and you only make a bracha when there's the Shekhinah there. So they figured, okay, he's not, he's not there anymore, no Shekhinah, we're not making a bracha. Tanur Abanan. Arba'im Shana Kodim Hurban Abayit, 40 years already before Hurban Abayit Sheni. Laya Goral Ole Be'amin. The, the Goral that said Hashem's name, I would never go up in the right hand, I would only go up to the left hand. The red string on top of the Korban Azazel would not turn white. And the western light would not last longer. The doors of the Hechal would open up every morning, which is a sign for the enemies to come in and destroy the Beit HaMikdash. Rabbian Yohanan ben Zakkai told Rabbian Yohanan ben Zakkai yelled at them, and Amar then he told the Hechal, 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 "Mepnematam avitatzmecha." Hechal, Hechal, why are you scaring yourself? Yodani becha, shesofcha ativ lecharev. I know that you're going to end up being destroyed. Ukvanit nabe adecha zechayav min aido. Already the Navi Zechariah already talked about you doors. Why it says patach lebanon delatecha vetochal esh barazecha when the doors of the Beit Hamikdash open on their own. The fire would come and destroy the walls. Meaning, the Navi already warned us, we don't need you. Amari beats Haq ben Tablai, Lama Nikrash Shemo Levanon. Why was the Beit HaMikdash called Levanon? Shemal bin Avonot Tehen Shal Yisrael, because it whitens the Avonot of Ben Yisrael. Amari of Zutra Batovya, Lama Nikrash Shemo Yar. Why was the Beit HaMikdash called a forest? Echtiv Bet Yar HaLevanon. Loma Lecha, to tell you, Maya Yar Min Levelev. The same way a forest has flowers come out of Beit HaMikdash, same thing with the Beit HaMikdash, it has flowers coming out and fruits coming out. The Amar Voshaya, Beit HaMikdash, when Shlomo built the Beit HaMikdash, he planted different types of gold fruits. And fruits would come out on the right time. And once the wind blew, the fruits would come down. means make noise. And from those golden fruits was the panasa for the Kohanim. And when the Goyim came into the Beit HaMikdash, they dried up. And one day, Kadosh Baruch Hu returned it to us in the Mitar Bet Mikdash. 
שנאמר פרוח תפרח ותגל, אף גילת ורנן, כבוד הלבנון ניתן לה. That one day those fruits would come back. Now, we learned in the Mishnah Netanan al-Shani al-Sa'irin, once he takes out the, the, those two tickets, he would put it on the goats, and he says, La'ashem hatatan rabanan, Aisra pa'amim azkir kohen gadol et Hashem bo'bayom. The kohen gadol et Hashem's name straight out, ten times that day. The Ridba explains it has to be with saying Shem, Hashem ha'meforash, the one that we are not allowed to say, because if it's the regular Shem Hashem that we all say, he said a lot of times in tefillah with the baruchs and so on. So, and the, the Gemara explains, Shelosha bevidur, shown the first three times when he's saying the vidur on his cow, Shelosha bevidur shenin, and three when he's saying, uh, uh, when he's saying vidur on the second cow, Shelosha b'sa'ira mishtalech, and three times with the goat that's going to Azazel, v'had v'goralot, and one time when he's doing the lottery. When he says, Lashem hatat, Uchvar amar Hashem, v'nishma kolo b'riho. And it was a story where he, where the Kohen Gadol said Hashem's name, and they heard his voice all the way by Yericho. And Amar Rabbah Rahana, Mirushalem Yericho, Asara Pasot, was ten Pasaot, Vetsir Daltot Echal Nishmar Bishmonet Echome Shabbat. And the hinge of the door of the Hechal, when it would open up, they would hear it from eight Techome Shabbat away. Now, the idea is. A parsa is usually for a meal. The meal is 2,000 ama, which is at Hum Shabbat. So, 8 Hume Shabbat would be 8 meal, which is 2 parsa, or 16,000 amot. Izim Shebir the goats in Yericho, which is much further, Hayumit Achot Ketoret. They would sneeze from the smell of the Ketoret. That's how far it would go. Nashim Shebiriho. The woman in Yericho and Anzechot, they'd basem mireh ketoret. They wouldn't even need to put on perfume from because of the smell from the ketoret that was so strong all the way from Yerushalayim. Kalash Yerushalayim, a bride in Yerushalayim, and Anzechalit kashet, she would never have to put on perfume, mireh ketoret, because the, the smell of the ketoret was so strong. And Amar B. Rabbi Yossi says his father had goats in the mountains of Mechmar and they would sneeze from the smell of the Ketoret. There's an elderly gentleman told me, One time I went to Shiloh, and I smelled the, the smell of the Ketoret just from the walls. Now, going back to our subject, Amar Rabbi Anai, Aliyat Goral Mitoch Kalpi Me'akevet, Hanacha Ina Me'akevet. Having that ticket come out of the box is the main part of the job, but the placing it on that goat is not that important. Rabbi Yohanan says, even taking that uh, ticket out of the box is not important, as long as the Kohen says this one, uh, just says that one's Lashem and that one's Azil, that's all that, whatever the Kohen Gadol says is important. Now, Eliba, the Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar, the Varimana Asin, Bibig Delavan, Mibachotzlam Akva, he held any services that were done with white clothing outside of the Kodesh Kodashim area, outside the Beta Migdash, in the ER, in the Azara, their Kasher, even if he did it out of order, Kule Alma Lopli Gedelam Akva. Everyone will agree, even Rabbi and I, that the Kohen Gadol doesn't have to pull out the tickets from the box, it's just good enough if he said it. The Mahlok is according to Rabbi Nehamiah, who argues in Rabbi Yudah and held anything with white clothing that is done outside the Beit HaMikdash, anywhere in the Azara, 
if you switch the order, then the Avodah is no good. That's the Mahlokah between Rabbi Yanayin and Rabbi Yohanan is according to Rabbi Nehaniyah. Manda Amar Me'akava, according to Rabbi Yanayin, who said that the Kohen Gadol has to actually pull out the the lottery tickets from the box, he holds Rabbi Nehaniyah, and Rabbi Nehaniyah held that you can't switch the order. Manda Amar Delo Me'akava, according to Rabbi Yohanan, who said, it doesn't make a difference if he takes it or not. We only go by what the Kohen Gadol says. Hanemi le avodah. That's tafkal avodah. However, hagarala lav avodah. He'll tell you that Rabbi Yudah only talked about actual service. Lottery is not any service. Therefore, even if you didn't do the lottery and you just said this one Lashem, that one's lahazazel, that's good enough. Now, some say opposite. That elibad Rabbi Nehamia, according to Rabbi Nehamia, that they are mar me'akva. That anything that's done outside that has to be done in order. Everyone will agree, Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Anai, everyone will agree that you have to do the lottery. Remember, Rabbi Huda says that anything done with the white clothing outside is not me'akiv if you did an order or not. It doesn't make a difference. That according to the one who said, according to Rabbi Hanan, who said that. The, the lottery doesn't make a difference. It all goes by what the Kohen Gadol says. He holds Kerbi Huda. And according to the according to Rabbi Anai, who says that you have to do that lottery, he holds like Rabbi Huda. However, Shani Hachav here is different. The Tana Bekera because the Pasuk had to go back and say Asher Allah, Asher Allah, Terezimne. It says Asher Allah two times to tell me that the lottery is a must. Meaning it's not just like any other service here. You have a pasuk doubling down. So the Gemara has a problem with that. Metive. Mitzvah le'agril. There's a mitzvah to do the lottery le'chadchila. Ve'im lo'agril. And if you didn't do the lottery, kasher. It works with the avad. It's not pasul. According to the first lashon, where we said the nobody argues according to Rabbi Huda, the Lomakva doesn't make a difference if he did the lottery or not. Then you could say Hamani Rabbi Hudahi. You could say Arbreta very simply goes like Rabbi Huda. It says here that the lottery doesn't make a difference. Uh, if you did you didn't do it, it's Kasher. And even Rabbi and I could get away by saying it's according to Rabbi Huda. But according to the second language, the Amat Plige. That there is a machloket, according to Rabbi Yehuda, but everyone agrees with Rabbi Nehemiah that the, the lottery is a must. According to Rabbi Yohanan, who said that the lottery is not a must, Hamani, this bright is according to Rabbi Yehuda, he goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that the lottery is not a must. But according to Rabbi Anai, who held that the lottery is a must, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, Hamani, who is this bright like? So the Quran says, Tene mitzvah He would switch the words and he would say in the Braita, instead of mitzvah lehagril, he would say, No, there's a mitzvah to place the ticket on top of the goat. And if you didn't place the ticket on top of the goat, that's how they change the language, like Vimloiniyah Kasher. And that would be according to everyone, because according to everyone, placing the ticket on the top of the goat's head doesn't make a difference, but the lottery would make a difference. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.